All right, so this is Parenting Under the Influence. I'm Amber Guerin. This is Josh Guerin. This is our third episode. And not to beat an old bush here, but again, we do not endorse or condone any parenting while you're actually under the influence if you are the only responsible adult caring for children. We are working on kind of a, just a posting so we don't have to keep repeating it on the podcast, but it is very important to care for the people that you're in charge of. Yes, and not be drunk or under the influence of anything while doing so. Except to trip balls and not know if your kid's a kid or a monster. That would suck. <laughs> Although kids are kind of monsters. They are. And we got one monster that just will not be more than two inches away from your boobs at any given time. Well, that's a safe place right now. <laughs> but with other monsters. So this week, again, we're probably going to talk about Ruby because, well, she's a toddler and toddlers tend to say and do some crazy shit. Yes. <laughs> But she was talking about the Illuminati. Yeah, we were um, cleaning our house the other day. And in the process of that, I was going to dust a fan. And I think she ended up hitting the wrong light switch and turned the lights on. And I was asking, who turned these lights on? And she just looks at me and says, the Illuminati. And then walks off. And I wasn't here for that moment, but I'm not surprised by it. The boys have blamed everything on the Illuminati over this last year. Doesn't matter who, what it is. Why are your clothes all over the floor? The Illuminati. Why is your room a mess? The Illuminati. Who didn't flush the toilet? The Illuminati. Doesn't matter. Everything's the Illuminati. And I blame our old roommate. Yes. Thanks for teaching the children about the Illuminati. Shout and you out know to who Mike. You are. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can use first name. Sure. In Mike, it's your fault the kids blame everything on the Illuminati. And I know you're <laughs> laughing your ass off right now. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we, we've we had a, a lot of fun stuff with that. I have heard from uh, Ruby's biological dad earlier today that she was drawing a picture on both sides of a paper. And it was just, it looked like scribbles. And he asked her about it. And she said that it was the trail for them to go through the sewers to find some gems and jewels. And then once they found the gems and jewels, the cops would be on them pretty quick is what she said. Well, keep sharing the story. This is the first time I'm hearing it. And she goes, and he, well, I'm sorry. And then he said to her after she said about the cops being on them quick. So what are we going to do when the cops get us? She said, punch them in the face and run off with the jewels. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I do not support just punch, punching cops at no. all. <laughs> Maybe punching Nazis, but we won't get into that right now. Well, for dickbags being a dickbag, but if you want people to change their ideology on life, just punching them because they don't like you just reinforces them not liking you. So... But that Nazi. just makes you feel better, but they'll still be a Nazi at the end. Yeah. But if they're a Nazi, 
I'm never going to feel bad about punching them in the face. We've already talked about this. We talked about the way you know you're on the wrong side of history is if you're willing to the whatever genre of other people you don't like for whatever reason, you're not willing to even make exceptions for their children. And I said I was willing to take in all the Nazi children and teach them not to be little Nazis. That's right. That that's great. You're just inviting a bunch of fucking more kids into the house. Nazi or not, we don't need any more fucking kids in this house. True. <laughs> that's probably accurate. And if you're a Nazi, you could go fuck off and not listen anymore. Right. Well, if you're a Nazi, we're not your genre anyway. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah. So there's that. Apparently, you know a story I don't about alphabet puzzles being used as war items upstairs. Kids will use anything as war items. And the puzzle just happens to be one of those weird wooden block alphabet puzzles. So, I just went upstairs because Ruby and Paxton are being quiet. And if they're quiet, that means they're doing something wrong. They just happen to take apart the puzzle. There's isn't too unusual, but they were throwing it at all the stuffed animals and saying how, ooh, I got it in its face and its head exploded. Things like that. <laughs> because apparently we just watch too many horror and thriller and drama movies. <laughs> so well, they picked up on a few things. Gosh, they say some of the most terrible things. What was it the other day that I told you about that I heard? I heard Ruby whining upstairs. We have um, in the layout of our home, we have all of the bedrooms upstairs and the kids tend to go play in with their toys in their room. And I was downstairs. I can hear them whining, fussing. I go upstairs and I sometimes sneak up the stairs just to see if I can like catch them in their natural habitats. Did you say sometimes? No, I said sometimes. You're the one that's under the influence tonight, remember? I do. I'm a little upset we're out of wine. Anyways, so I went upstairs and I see Paxton laying on Ruby's bed and Ruby standing there and Paxton saying, if I could have one wish in the world, it would just be that I never had to play with you ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Wow. And yet... They always drag each other away to go play. Yeah. Always. When we walked to the library the other day, I was telling you, I if we had both of them here this year for Halloween, it would be amazingly cute if we could do Hansel and Gretel for them. Because they are that much into, like, they hold each other's hands and skip and jump and do all this really cute shit. They say the most terrible things to one another, too. I don't remember that part in the story. <laughs> No, I'm just saying, like, they do that kind of stuff. That's why I suggested Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, they are very close. Yeah. How nice brothers and sisters should be. Yeah. Me and my sisters fought all the time. (laughs) Oh. And we didn't argue. We fought fists and forks. Yeah, you have scars. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. 
Well, I have, okay, so I have siblings too, but my siblings are either a lot older than I am or a lot younger than I am. So there wasn't a lot of interaction like our kids get where we have kind of a nice staggered 12, well, 13, 13, 10, 7, 4, that kind of thing. So anyway, um, I think the worst thing that my brothers, well, they were, my brother and sister used to do some pretty terrible things to me because they were a lot older. So I don't know if I should say them. I think some of them might be illegal. <laughs> like, I'm sure the statute of limitations is passed. Like um, when they used to wait until my grandparents weren't looking on the drive from Oregon to California and pull my pants down to moon truckers when I was about three years old. They would unstrap me from my car seat while the car was moving pull my pants down well, and amuse me to moon the truckers. That might be illegal now. Back then, probably not. Just weird. And it's even more odd that they had enough time to do all that shit without your grandparents noticing. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is they were like, they would literally, it was like a sitcom. They would talk about how there was butt cheeks on the window. Like, what is this weird mark on our window? Jesus Christ. And... Um, they would also comment on how often they would get the truckers blaring the horns at them. You know, I don't know what it is, but every time we have you kids in the car, the, the truckers just go crazy. You guys must be doing that arm thing, Adam, aren't you? Yeah, that's it. Don't bother to look. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. So. Well, maybe they were under the influence. Not at that time. I don't know. It wasn't that bad of a thing back then. Yeah, no, they the were. The 80s. They were still only 11 and 13. No, I meant your grandparents, not your siblings. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> no, no, my grandparents weren't. But it would have been funny if they were. And yes, I do remember quite a few times of, well, I think drinking and driving was still illegal then, so I probably won't say that. Again, statute of limitations that this was 20, I still don't 30 think my, years ago. I still don't think my mom and dad would appreciate it. Probably not, but what are they going to do now? I think my mom's probably going to be listening to the podcast tomorrow. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, the other thing my brother and sister used to do to me was they would hold me down. They would fart. Then they would hold me down and spray air freshener on my ass. Until there was a giant wet spot, which is to this day why we don't have aerosol air freshener in our home. Wow. <laughs> See, at least my younger sister and I would spray our grandparents' cat's ass when we were visiting them. It's just cruelty to animals <laughs> instead of people. I was somewhere between 8 and 11 and didn't really know better. My sister's just two years younger than I am, so she didn't know any better. We didn't find out until my grandpa lost his fucking mind on us <laughs> and we weren't allowed to touch air freshener anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess to be fair, I did used to do mean things. And that's why going on family trips during summer break is important. Kids can learn things like don't spray a cat's ass with aerosol air freshener. I Lesson learned. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're looking at me very confused right now. Well, I don't think that that has anything to do with family trips. I think that should be a lesson you learn. Well, if I didn't go on that family trip, I wouldn't have learned. Well, I was not on a family trip, but when I was little, um, I decided with my cousin that we would dress up a dog that my grandma was dog-sitting and also put lots of makeup on it. It was a chihuahua, had blue eyeshadow, red lipstick. You want to talk about cruelty to animals? I'm pretty sure a lot of animal rights groups went against all the different makeup companies for to that. To be quite fair, I'm betting that that makeup had already been tested on animals before we put it on the dog. Probably. Fair enough. <laughs> so you made it look fabulous. So we made it look fabulous, and then my grandma lost her mind on us. Because <laughs> it wasn't even her dog, and it was such a tiny dog that she was afraid it was going to get sick from having all the chemicals on its skin. Oh, <laughs> uh, And where did all this makeup come from? It was my grandma's, of course, so I'm sure that was probably also a little part of it. Uh, you're an asshole. Well, again, as we've said many times, kids are assholes. Um, and then at some point you grow out of it, hopefully. I'm still waiting for... Yeah, I don't know. We'll see if they grow out of being assholes. I thought you were looking at me. <laughs> uh, I am looking at you, but I know myself, I'm not done being an asshole. I occasionally get people tell me that every day. Occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I do. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, so, let's see. Is there anything else that you wanted to discuss? Uh, so, we talked about the weird Illuminati shit. Yes. And so, they're on their way to be conspiracy theorists so let's watch more weird documentaries on netflix <laughs> that'll solve the problem hey i don't care about solving the problem i want to see how interesting it can get <laughs> pretty interesting um, let's see school's going to be starting next week and i ended up by myself having to go with the boys to exchange jeans to try to find some that fit and Jesus Christ why can't stores be prepared or stocked for they are school? prepared and stocked just not the week before school starts well you know what that's when they should be not two months beforehand when kids are already going to destroy the clothes get it the week beforehand when they're not going to be terrible dicks and can wait till the school starts. So this brings up an interesting point because we're from different types of households. So when I was a little kid, when we went school's clothes shopping, if I touched my fucking school clothes before the first day of school, there was going to be hell to pay. I was going to get beaten. <laughs> they all got hung Did up nicely. Did you mention that your parents might listen to this? Well, <laughs> whatever. I will they, verify they, this information tomorrow. Yeah, that they will 100% agree with this. I had to hang them up in my closet. I was barely allowed to look at them too hard once they got in there. And then once school started, then, you know, other than fancy clothes like dresses or something, which I didn't really get a lot of for school, I was allowed to wear them. But in your house, it was different, or at least you're raising the boys different. Because they're allowed 
to wear school clothes prior to, not currently, but not at our house, but they're allowed to wear school clothes prior to school starting. That's not my household. I don't allow them to do that. Well, you acted like I was weird when I brought it up yesterday. Like, that was an odd rule to have. No, not that it's an odd rule. It's that you're questioning what's going on in the other household that's well them wearing new clothes. It's like, well, it's school clothes. They are getting new clothes. So what's the problem? If their mother doesn't care and it's okay, then whatever. That's Not my problem. Stain shit. They stain. They stain their shit so fast. Draven yeah. comes. Draven comes out of the bathroom this morning. Brushed his teeth. Has spit all, all over him. All over the front of him. A big dried glob of toothpaste spit. Don't worry. He would have noticed maybe three to five hours later, and then he would have went ah. And I said, <laughs> "Dude, you already got toothpaste on your shirt. That's why I tell you guys to brush your teeth before you get changed." And he goes, oh, wait, I know how to get it off. He went in. I watched him, splashed water on it, rubbed it, walked out. Doesn't do anything. It was there again. <laughs> when I dried. Walked around all day. Well, to be fair, that is sort of how you do it. But you better actually scrub the toothpaste out of it, not just get it wet. <laughs> so he probably learned that what he did was incorrect. And he, he'll probably just stop, to be fair. I don't well, think he'll try it again. Like I said, the rules just should just brush your teeth and then put your clothes on. So much easier when you're a little kid. That's that's the rule I always had. I had a problem with it. I mean, I remember in high school people told me I had toothpaste on my face. Obviously. In I, high school? Yeah. <laughs> I was a nerd. You know that. Only based on what you say. I wasn't there. Well, I'm sure that there are some people that might listen to this that I went to high school with, maybe. And they will verify that I was a little weird. I will little, ask those questions. At least a little weird. But to be fair, the same people say, yeah, you definitely were. Well, they can just comment on the episode link. <laughs> She'd be like, Amber was definitely weird. She wore these pink wigs and safety pin jeans to school. That's right, Rachel. Rachel didn't go to high school with me. God damn it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> she could verify it anyway. Anyways. Rachel, shout out. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, back to what I was saying a few minutes ago. Trying to find fucking clothes. Nothing on the shelf that I found. I found it in the fucking cart to go back to the clothes that was sitting there for the 40 minutes that we were already at the store that never moved from that spot. I found pants that would fit Draven because for some reason, 10 year olds, they don't want to have those size clothes in stock for. Well, it's always a struggle with the boys though. Boys clothes versus girl clothes. And this is an argument I've heard from other parents too, that there's always a ton of girls clothes and they kind of push like girls should have more clothes. They need to have this kind of outfit, that kind of outfit. Whatever. And then boys clothes, whenever you go in there, it's frustrating. Like, we have a big family, so not going to lie, we do a lot of bargain hunting when we need to get things. So we tend to go to clearance racks, and you can just see the difference there. There is always a ton of girls clearance racks, and maybe one for the boys. We'll go to one of the most common big department stores, and 
Yeah, there's probably five to eight clearance racks for girls' clothes, while there might be one rack for boys' clothes, but only 25% of it is being used to hang up three pairs of pajamas that are ripped. Right. And that's about it. And it's just the pants, not the top. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. Sometimes there's just the top and no pants. So you could have a green Ninja Turtles top and some black Batman pants. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently this was an actual thing. So, yeah, boys' clothes are always a struggle, especially, and we live in a pretty big area. Yeah. I mean, size-wise, it's pretty large, square mileage. Not gigantic on population, but it's a pretty big population. I'm not too sure how big Salem, Oregon is, but the whole general area, there's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of department stores, not a lot of places to go get clothing. And... So you have to go to five to six stores to maybe find one that might have clothes in stock. And it's fucking crazy. Go to any store. It doesn't matter what it is. You could find plenty of selection for girls. Yeah. And they're fully stocked and boys' clothes are gutted. It's empty. (laughs) So that's weird. Yeah, you're pushing on girls, but girls aren't buying. Well, no, they are. It's just if you go like a couple weeks prior to that, it's insane how many girls clothes are there versus when you go to look at boys. It's just always frustrating. And the same thing with baby clothes. And I had two girls prior to this. So I was always like, I don't get what people are saying. There's I like glance over and see one cute little boy outfit. And I think that they must have plenty of cute little boy outfits. But no. Go inside of the actual department then because they'll put the stuff on the outer edge and then you go inside and realize it's an empty closet. Yeah, no, it's serious. It's seriously different and it is frustrating. And I, for my, for my two like closest friends that both have male children, I 100% understand now. And I apologize if I seemed cavalier about it in the past. (laughs) If you ever need us to look for anything up here so you don't have to drive to every fucking store in your city, we'll take a look for you. But that's only our close friends. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's only because we're really close. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I've just been busy this week with work, so I haven't had a hell of a lot of interaction. Just the weird stuff with the kids. A lot of it has been kind of more of the same crazy shit the kids say, the weird shit they do, the weird smells that come from them. Oh. (laughs) Well, okay, it wasn't actually a smell. But we have the mystery of the ice-covered ring. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, so over the weekend, I'm not sure what day it was. It was like Sunday or Monday. Either way, we go into our freezer and there's a ball of ice and it's a pretty well-shaped ball. We're going to post it as the episode link, a picture of it. With one of Ruby's toy rings frozen inside of it. Kind of on the outer edge, but one of the kids had spent time to form this ball of ice to trap this ring on an outer layer on top of it. It didn't sink through before it froze. They were monitoring it before they put the ring in. So it was planned, thought out, and executed to freeze the little girl's ring inside of this fucking ice ball. 
and not a single kid has owned up to it. And they look at me like I did it. <laughs> yeah. I, they, we've asked every single child on a one-on-one basis, and it, we get the same answer we always get. It wasn't me. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't do it. I don't know who did it. That's this. It's the same story every time. So that's a problem with multiple children. They know that you could just go, I don't know. So, hey, to be fair, they learned the stitches. Snitches get stitches. By the way, I've been the one drinking. (laughs) And they're following through with it. They're not ratting each other out. But God damn it, I wish I would every now and then. Well, no, I don't ask them to rat. I ask them, did you do this? And all of them say no. They're not going to rat themselves out. <laughs> well, that's not. That's not being a snitch anyway. That's just telling the truth. Maybe we should follow those bad cop movies and just offer shitty bribes. That will never happen. If you tell us who did it, we'll take you and only you to Disneyland. No. No. I like that idea. No, I don't like that. They idea. know they'll call bullshit. <laughs> they'll do something. <laughs> probably. But like an upper deck or the toilet. Probably not gonna upper deck or the toilet. I'm I'm pretty sure a couple of them would once they saw it on TV or something. Hmm. <laughs> you know it's true. No, I think we I think we give probably ten years, ten, eleven years. Because I'm thinking that it would be a teenage Paxton and Ruby that would do the upper decker thing. Probably. But one of them would do it. God damn it. And they would. But, no, still trying to figure that out. And it's always frustrating for a parent knowing that one of the kids did a shitty little thing. Can't hurt anyone, to be fair. But you hide something of your sister's, freeze it, don't say anything, and then deny it when caught. Well, and it's just that's why it's a mystery. Like I sometimes I just sit here and I want to know the answer. I want to know which one did it. I want to know who took the time to do it. I want to know what they used to do it. I want to know why not so they much, did it. I'm not so upset. They didn't hurt anything. They didn't break the ring. No. It's a shit plastic fucking quarter machine at a grocery store ring. Uh, excuse me. I'm fairly certain that it came in a frozen jewelry set. Well, there you go. It's a frozen jewelry set. It did it itself. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but... They spent time, and I don't know what they could have used to have done it. And I'm curious who did it, how they did it, why they did it, and then I'll give them a high five. I don't think you'll give them a high five. Because they would have lied at this point. We can't encourage that behavior. Well, I would have high fived their hand really hard so what smacked themselves in the head. No? (sighs) They're all gullible enough for that. All of them. Even the one that's probably listening right now. Yes. Um, anyway, so at some point we will, well, maybe when the statute of limitations has went up on that, we'll talk about July 4th. God damn it. Yeah, so look forward to that eventually because that's one hell of a story. 
Till then, good luck being a parent. <laughs> yeah, and you can share your parenting under the influence stories with us too. Um, and of course, we've got our Facebook page, we've got our Twitter, we've got Instagram, anything. If you guys like us, share us, and we hope that you guys have a great week in parenting. Hopefully, website coming soon. Let's see how many listeners we get. Thanks. Bye.